Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All righty. Howdy there, folks. I tried something new. I don't think I'm going to stick with it. That was weird. <laughs> don't, don't do that again. Don't do that ever again. All right, here we go. It's great to have you in Guido's Good Iron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Mike Guido, Matt Caterizolo, as always. Matt, how are you on this Friday? Doing good, man. How are you? I am solid, solid. Um, so we have plenty of stuff to hit on today. Uh, we have a game, as we always do, at the end of the show today. Yes. <laughs> and what is, what's it called? It's Okay, so it's called superlatives nice little pun right there for you guys <laughs> i just i don't know ay ay okay so we're going to play that whatever that is um in about i don't know 30 minutes 45 minutes something around there um i have no idea this sh- this show barely has any structure anymore i i, I like I, I i don't like i i barely do any show prep i'm so unprepared i i don't really even care about my job like it's just this is just something that I you know do That's you know good. whatever whatever I'm totally kidding um, <laughs> but it is great to have you with us uh, before we get started today uh, as we always do I do want to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American betting experts one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States what we've done we've teamed uh, teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners so. Here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. It's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of those. You sign up, and you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match, or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okay, um, so I, I this is not necessarily a, a football topic. Um. And that it that very rarely happens on this show. We we are very dialed in on football. I mean, it's in the name, gridiron and blitz are football terms. Uh, but I am going to stray away from football, and it's not necessarily completely outside of the realm of football. But it doesn't it, it doesn't have that specific 
dialed in nature to this topic. Um, so LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers last night got eliminated from the playoffs. It's the first time in LeBron's career where he was eliminated in the playoffs in the first round. Uh, he's been in the league for 18 years. He's been a, what, four-time MVP. He's a four-time finals champion, a four-time finals MVP, 17-time All-Star. I mean, he's pretty much been to the playoffs every single year since he's been drafted. Uh, and last night was the first time he's been eliminated in the first round. He is 14-1 and one in first-round playoff series after last night. Um, the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker dropped 47 points. Um, and that was really, a, a you know, it was really an impressive showing all series from the Phoenix Suns themselves. So this is really the grand scope of the conversation here, is that when you bring up LeBron James, we understand this. What name gets brought up alongside LeBron James? Every time you talk about legacy or anything like that, Matt, can you answer that question for me? What name gets brought up all the time when you bring up LeBron James? That guy. Well, for our audio listeners, let's. <laughs> there's a po there's a poster of Michael Jordan behind me from the correct Duncan. Dunk Correct. Contest. It is Michael Jordan. So we always, whenever LeBron does something good, the Jordan guys have to have to top it, right? Oh, well, Jordan did this in 1996. Or whenever LeBron does something bad. See, Michael Jordan would never let that happen because he's MJ and he's the GOAT. And he's the, like, it's just, it is a, a nauseating conversation to have because people on both sides are incredibly stubborn. It's just like politics. Right. You're never going to convince a Republican to not be a Republican anymore. You're never going to convince a hardcore liberal that all of a sudden Republicans have the right idea. You're never going to convince people of that. OK, just like you're never going to convince Michael Jordan fans that LeBron is better and you're never going to convince LeBron fans that Michael Jordan is better. It's just it's a it's a stone cold conversation that will never go anywhere. OK, that's the first thing. But here's the other thing. And this opens up, I think, a very wide spectrum. Okay, Michael Jordan, in his career, has lost in the first round of the playoffs. He has lost a first-round playoff series three times. He's lost in the first round three times in his career. Okay, just for perspective, LeBron James has played, this is his 18th season in the NBA. Michael Jordan played a grand total of 15 seasons in the NBA. So, Michael Jordan got eliminated from the first round of the playoffs three times he is one and nine in the postseason without Scottie Pippen okay I just want to put that into perspective okay so I tweeted yesterday since it was the first time LeBron's lost in the first round I tweeted yesterday I said if it doesn't matter for Michael Jordan it doesn't matter for LeBron and I think it brings up the conversation of do we move the goalposts in certain conversations like these? And when you talk about it in the spectrum of football, right, we talk about how, okay, Tom Brady and, and Peyton Manning or Tom Brady and Joe Montana or something like that. Like, there's always these different outliers. Oh, well, the game was different. Oh, well, you got to take this in, into consideration. There's never just a blanket statement to 
you know, to to what defines greatness or what defines a got a greatest of all time or anything like that, right? There's there's no definitive answer to that. But I do think that, you know, like everything, like in politics, like in business, like in anything else, in sports especially, we choose to not necessarily remember things, okay? Michael Jordan is the most clutch shooter ever. Okay, but LeBron's hit a higher percentage of shots on more attempts. Oh, but so it's it's all of this nonsense to me. So yes, it's not necessarily a football conversation, but it's a conversation I'd like to have with you, Matt, because in the area of of MJ and LeBron, I think they bring up a very good example of what happens in sports and what happens with sports fans. Right. This is where this is a perfect example of where the bias and the partisanship. This is where it shows most often. Okay. Because last night, that was a, oh, hey, LeBron's legacy is on the line in last night's game. He lost his first first time. He's, He's in your 18, Matthew. 18. And he lost his first first round playoff series, but it does seem to, I I don't know. I guess it it I guess it never really happened that Michael Jordan lost in the first round three times. Do you think we move the goalposts in conversations like these, Matt? Yeah, of course, and it's inevitable that it's going to happen, especially in a conversation like this. Jordan Lebron is probably the most debated sports topic ever probably like you can't tell me that there is a single argument that is made more consistently around the the industry among fans it's it's always going to be relevant it'll be relevant long after lebron is done playing basketball too at least the goat conversation right yeah goat conversation in basketball is way stronger than it is in any other sport. The NFL doesn't have it like this. Major League Baseball doesn't have it really at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, hockey, we all know it's Wayne Gretzky. Like, it's, there's no, it's like there's no other, like, like golf, we, it, golf, you got Tiger and Jack, but I think a lot of people lean Tiger yeah. now. Like, it's just, in in basketball, it is, it like, it, I'm serious. I, I've never seen quite a division of fans between LeBron guys and Jordan guys. And I think the reason for that is basketball, while they're all team sports, like nothing is, is individually oriented. Like besides, yeah, I guess you mentioned golf. Golf is the only one where it's you and you only competing for a title for yourself with the other ones. I think the only thing that separates sports like football and baseball in the goat conversation for basketball Football, if you're the greatest quarterback ever, you can only do so much. You cannot play defense. You can't catch touchdowns. You can't block. You can, right. you are a quarterback, right? If you're a receiver, you can catch. You can, like, everyone has their job, right? Everyone has their job. Baseball, right. baseball, your flexibility in terms of what you can do is probably the most limited in all the sports. Right. If you're, a, you're either if you're a pitcher or you're an outfielder. Like. If, you're a, if you're a pitcher, you can do only so much to help your team win, right? Look at Jacob deGrom and Garrett Cole. They're, they can pitch lights out and still can't win games. You know what I mean? Right. So that, that I think, is an important thing to, to recognize. Basketball, on the other hand, 
you're you're switching from offense to defense. Yep. The positions are gelled so fluidly to where no, especially now, there's no rigid structure for like yeah, centers are shooting threes now. You know, people are doing so much different stuff, and and the yeah. the evolution of basketball and positional values of these positions have changed so much that yeah, a, a single guy could carry a team to uh, a finals. A single guy could carry a team to a victory in the finals, and that's that. I think is the the key thing to focus on in a debate like this. So to answer your fundamental question, yes, I, I absolutely do think we have selective memory when it comes to this kind of stuff. And I'll give you a perfect example. Go back to 2018, right? Patrick Mahomes comes into the NFL, lights it up, wins an MVP, right? Yeah. This is kids the future. He's the greatest quarterback talent to ever, ever yeah. step on a football field. <laughs> right? Wasn't that unbelievable, by the way? When, when Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, people were already calling him the GOAT. Yeah. So like, that's like, so, I, so, I, yeah. I, so that's my thing. 2019 wins the Super Bowl against San Francisco. Oh, here we go. That's it. This is where it starts. It's going to be Mahomes, 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 Mahomes. That's it. No one else. 2020, Brady comes in, decimates Mahomes. Everyone's like, oh, wait, no, it's it's Brady again. See, so if you'll, you'll never, you'll never, you're right. You'll never, it's so hard to stay ironclad in your claims like that when Everyone is so plagued with recency bias. And it's not yeah. like that's the thing. Like, I I just I just kind of contradicted myself. I'm gonna contradict myself by saying this. I don't believe in recency bias. Recency bias is not exactly a correct term. Because if you're if you're saying recency bias, everything is built on recency bias, right? Every claim that's ever been made or anyone that's ever had an opinion on sports at one point made that claim recently. If LeBron, when LeBron comes back from down 3-1 to beat Golden State in 2016, right? Yeah. Automatically, automatically. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know, man. That kind of opens the door. I think he might be the GOAT now because he he accomplished the greatest feat ever. In NBA history. In NBA history, okay? Right. Fast forward five measly seasons later, exits in the first round because he's much older. AD he's was hurt. out. Yeah. AD was out. He was playing hobbled. Mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, Kyle. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So it's 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 the most. You're right. I agree with you. It's the most like frustrating thing ever to even try to have a rational conversation if you're on like the opposite side. If you're LeBron and oh the person arguing with is Jordan, it's infuriating because there's so many things that you have to take into account. I like. I've had this conversation so many times. I still don't have a solid answer. I'm not going to stake my claim in either one because there are things that make me think differently and there are things I find out and realize afterwards that make me think a little bit more. But I think there's like there's like five metrics that you can use to accurately compare the two, right? Yeah. So the first one I use is obviously individual accolades, yep. right? So you can debate that all day long. Uh, MVPs, right. regular so, season yeah, MVPs, yeah, all-star yeah, appearances, all that crap. Points, points per game, rebounds per game, things like right. that. So individual accolades, coaching, uh, quality of competition, supporting staff, and longevity. So if you go through all of those, you can make a solid argument for either one. Well, no, I think LeBron, the only thing LeBron, LeBron has, has longevity. Yeah, the only, I, I think that's the only top, the the only metric where LeBron obliterates Jordan is longevity. LeBron is probably, the LeBron is one of the most durable athletes, period. So yeah. If you if you look into the other ones, once you analyze all of those, you can kind of get a better scope of 
where these two, where their careers, where their career trajectories kind of lined up and when they went in separate directions. Yes. So yeah, whenever you're having an argument with someone, like you need to try to calm them down with rationale and try to like <laughs> try because because it'll always be like oh he's going to watch the last dance watch the last dance that's all you have to know well like, yeah there you go i mean Listen, yeah man, I, I, I continue to say to this day that the last dance documentary all it is is michael jordan propaganda and that's it's, it. it's obviously if, if there's a lebron last dance you're saying the same thing which there will be there will be hundreds of lebron documentaries in the future well by the way i will say this though and here's the thing about jordan that drives me nuts and it's not really I, well, I guess it's semi about Jordan personally, but it's it's like so the last dance was not a documentary about Michael Jordan. It was a documentary about the 1998 Bulls. Right. That's what the last dance was. Okay. It wasn't about like there were separate episodes for Scottie Pippen. There were separate episodes for De for Dennis Rodman. There was partial separate episodes for guys like Steve Kerr and BJ Armstrong and yeah. guys there were there were different like even epi like episodes of the documentary that had nothing to do with Michael Jordan at all, right? Yeah, that was it. So, but that's I I think that's so funny, and I want to draw a little bit of a parallel here because I get MJ vibes from Brady. I think that people of today are going to look at Tom Brady the way that people from the '90s look at Michael Jordan. Right. So there will because you're already starting to hear it and you were hearing it before this past season. Right. You were hearing it when he won his fifth, sixth Super Bowl in New England. You were hearing, oh, well, nobody will ever, ever at any point at any time in history will ever be greater than Tom Brady. OK, you hear that in the NBA. Which right. is the Nobody which is the stupidest thing ever because you it's there's the no there's no way to know any of that. If you're if you're arguing that someone has accumulated stats and accolades to the point that can never be broken, you're a fool. If you think the like just to put it into perspective, I don't want to cut you off, but just to provide an yeah, example, yeah, no, okay, yeah. Will Will Chamberlain scored a hundred points in a game, right? Yeah. People back people back then were probably like that will never be touched. Okay. Uh, let's see. Devin Booker had 70. Clay had close to 70. Kobe, uh, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant had 81. Uh, it's been done. It's been pretty close to being done several times. So I, I mean, stop, stop saying that things will so, never be touched. Right. It's not, I don't think that's a thing. And I think that there are records out there that are more, I guess, quote, unbreakable than others. Right. Like, yeah. like Wilt Chamberlain, a hundred points in a game. Listen, it may be broken. I'd be surprised if I saw it. I would be. Right. I'd be surprised if I saw it. I don't think it's impossible, but I'd be surprised if I saw it. I remember when Clay when Clay had 70, he didn't play the fourth quarter. He didn't play the fourth quarter. Yeah. Right. So he had 73 quarters. So right. But here's my here's my my thing though, is that I think that in a lot of Jordan people's minds, okay. They say, okay, well, even if LeBron wins six championships, even if LeBron wins seven championships, he eclipses Jordan in that category. I'm still not thinking that LeBron's better than him. Because if you ask those people, you'll say, okay, what does LeBron have to do? Does he got to win six rings? And they're like, oh, well, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he's got to do. He's just like. Jordan went six and oh, never went to a right. game seven. Like, you know, things right. like that. Exactly. It's that kind of a thing. So I think that it, in it, the. 
I'll even say that I think the majority of Jordan people are saying Jordan will never be eclipsed. Yeah. And I get the same feeling about Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady, even if, let's say, Patrick Mahomes, who already at this point in his career is more physically talented than Tom Brady ever was. It's not even close. Yeah. Right. Physical talent and, and greatness, I think, are different. But regardless of that being said, okay, if Patrick Mahomes wins eight Super Bowls, I think that there are still going to be people that say, oh, well, Tom Brady was still better. I do. I, I think that that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because the, it's it's a romantic thing. The older people get, the more romantic they get about things. Okay. Yeah. This is part of the reason why I think baseball is going down and why I think that you're not, people are not looking at today's athletes as great as the guys that played 30 years ago. It's because the storytelling 30 to 40 years ago, or even 20 years ago, was way more elevated than it is now. Today's sports are primarily primarily about numbers, analytics, looking at things through the glass lens, just yeah. clear things. Up. Like there's no, and again, like there are subscription-based you know, publications and stuff like that, like The Athletic that tell great stories and all that stuff, but they are not nearly as popular as, you know, the the Post and like everything like that. Like that would that was going on years ago when the internet wasn't really a thing and you read everything on the newspaper and everything you read about any sports guy ever had an angle. It was a story, right? Mm-hmm. There were people that were telling stories, right? You and I had Randy Cross on, um, with uh, with our buddy Barry Grant on the All Even podcast um, a couple of weeks ago, and one of the, like Randy Cross was part of the huddle when Joe Montana did the thing in the Super Bowl against the Bengals, where he recognized John Candy in the stands and say, "Hey, man, isn't that John Candy?" Like, and it was it's one of the most legendary stories in NFL history. You never really get those stories anymore, right? There's no more like okay. Like, the most you'll ever get is, okay, well, LeBron James, after game five, barked at KCP because he needed to shoot the ball mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, you never get that anymore. You never get the the true storytelling. Okay, the, how many times have you heard a 70-year-old guy or an 80-year-old guy on the radio that's calling into a show and says, eh, when I was a young boy, I remember Joe DiMaggio, and he, you know, told he tells this story about how great Joe DiMaggio was, something that, that only a journalist would know this really interesting stuff. Oh, he only struck out 10 times and he had a method of doing it. And he told them exactly what he like. That's not a thing. Everything is okay. If there's a story for it, there's a number for it. Right. And people get bored by that. They don't look at that stuff. Yeah. Well, I think the it's, it's way less romantic sports are way less romantic now and they're way more quantifiable. They're way more analytical now. Does that make sense? Or am I yeah. out of my no, 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 no. I think it does make perfect sense. And it, and it goes to show one of the things, and, and another metric I was going to use to measure is, is eras. If you're comparing time frames, which is, by the way, the most unfair thing to do, okay? No one can choose what time frame they play in. No one can choose what era they play in, right? Style, styles of sports evolve. It's natural. Everything gets different, right? Skill sets evolve. People get better. It's just conditioning whatever things change in every sport. That's why guys like Tony LaRusso are so out of touch and why they're kind of like poisoning the game right now with their old outdated ideologies and their old mindsets. Right. That's just what's happening. Right. Can you imagine what if Jordan was, what if Jordan was playing when Twitter was around, right? What if Jordan was playing when, when, when what if Jordan had a Twitter account, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, see, I, when when you have to say, like, most of the people that are anti-LeBron are not a fan of how outspoken he is. They're not a fan of some of his political views, whatever the case may be, right? They they will find a way to dislike LeBron, the human being, which is I, I think is just downright impossible because he's had not had a speck on his career other than a maybe less than amicable first departure from Cleveland. That's really the only thing I can really think of that's e- that even mildly resembles a blemish on his career, okay? Yeah. So you can't dispute LeBron James, the human being. It just so happens that he is one of the greatest basketball players of all time, okay? Michael Jordan, who was a tenacious competitor, was not, he wasn't a nice guy, right? He wasn't a nice guy at all. Like, he was feared. He was, he was, that's the thing. Right. All of his teammates were, right. Call him a tyrant. Yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't wasn't the most likable guy. You know what I mean? I think. You know what? That's the thing, Matt, is that people, they don't mind that Jordan yelled at his teammates. Because they made a story out of it. it yeah. Just, it, they, they romanticized. He was yelling at his teammates because of his pe- competitive nature, which might have been true. Yeah. But they didn't make a big deal out of it then. That's what happened. Okay? And you know what's funny? Ron yells at his teammates now. Oh, he's a locker room problem. He's a tyrant. He's trying to get. Right. You know. Last night. So last night, uh, LeBron gave Devin Booker an auto. His, he signed his jersey and gave it to him. You know, The first thing I think is. Dude, if if you eliminated, if if Michael Jordan was eliminated in the first round, for the first time in his career, you think he's gonna give a signed jersey to the leader of that team that just eliminated you? No, no, no no. way. You know what? You know why that's that's a it goes to show how how different how different they were, how different they are. And this is what I mean by moving the goalposts. This is really the whole the whole premise of this conversation okay this is why this is a lose-lose situation for lebron okay it's because if lebron goes and le- if lebron just leaves doesn't say goodbye to anybody mm-hmm. oh what a baby he's right. being he's being so like not even unsportsmanlike right it's a, mm-hmm. they wouldn't even bring that up he's just like oh he had to go home and cry you know, like he, this is new territory for him he's never you know he's never lost or so like they treat him as if he's being like a little, you know, female dog. I'll say that. Right. Okay. Yeah. But now he goes and gives Devin Booker a signed jersey and everybody takes pictures with him. There's pictures of them hugging in the in the tunnel and everything like that. Now it's all, see, Jordan never would have done that. Jordan would have just, like, he would have yeah. never hugged his competitor. It's a, it's a double-edged, like, it's a double-edged sword. Like, yeah. What do you want him to do? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, yeah. If that's like, you know, you're never going to be happy. You know, you're never going to be happy with anything he does. Yeah. Listen, okay. man, it's, it's, it's natural. People find anything and everything to criticize with things they don't like. So even, if, like it, even if it, even if it doesn't even align with like basic logic, you know, people will okay. always find something to criticize about anything that doesn't even just apply to sports. People will always find something to criticize about something they disagree with. It's just human nature. It happens. So what do you think happens now? Like what happens now? Like just uh, let's move off the, the the Jordan Lebron thing. Like in NBA playoffs, who who are the? Let me make this easier. Who are the Nets going to sweep in the postseason? You think? <laughs> <laughs> who are the net? Who are the Nets going to sweep in? the Let finals? me tell you something. I'm not certain the Nets get out of this round. You think Milwaukee has a shot? I think Milwaukee has a shot. All right. Milwaukee. Here's the thing. Okay, 
Milwaukee plays ridiculously good defense. That's the first thing. That's true. Brooklyn does not. They right. they don't play defense at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that Milwaukee can keep up with Brooklyn's scoring pace. Okay. I really do. Melvin playing great. Drew Holiday has been a great addition for them. And I'll be honest with you. If there's anybody in the league that can guard Kevin Durant, it's Giannis. Yeah. Giannis can guard KD. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I think I think it's gonna be a great series, though. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing though. If the Nets do not make it to the finals, that's not good for the NBA. That's not that, that is not if you see if we're gonna see a Utah Milwaukee finals. I'm. I would you watch? I don't know if I would watch. It's not good for Kevin Durant, right? No, 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 not at all. But think about it. Like if if it's the the NBA needs a villain. It's it's just how it's just how it's gone, right? Yeah. LeBron LeBron was the villain when he went to Miami. Uh, the Warriors were villains after him. Uh, now the, the now the, the net, net now the Nets are the villains. The, if the, the Nets Clippers just, were villains for a minute. The, the, yeah, Kawhi and Paul George. But yeah. how underwhelming have they been? Oh you my think Kawhi, god. You think Kawhi they opt- home tonight. Does Kawhi opt out? Yeah, I think so. Bad I Knicks. think I think Knicks. Knicks. I ju- listen, I after the year the Knicks put together this year, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. But it also wouldn't surprise me that Kawhi gets out of the spotlight and goes to somewhere like Memphis. Or something. <laughs> why would do that? But why? But why would he do that? He he left a place like that already to go to L.A. He left the, to he left Toronto to do that. He couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle. it. What a championship! What do you mean he couldn't handle it? Couldn't, couldn't handle what? Ha- no, because he couldn't handle Los Angeles. Oh, I thought you meant he couldn't handle Toronto. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, listen. I, I he listen. He he goes back to the Spurs. <laughs> I, I okay. Maybe just finishes his career oh, out there. My goodness. I don't. I don't know. I, listen, Kawhi, Kawhi, and Le, Kawhi and LeBron took big gambles by staking so much confidence in their counterparts when they went to Los Angeles. And it worked out for LeBron and it didn't. It work. worked out for LeBron in a shortened season when AD didn't have to stay healthy for as long. But right. that's a different that's a different discussion. Kawhi just may have just all right, I just missed the boat on this one. I I guess I yep. shouldn't have I shouldn't have done this. Well, we don't know. We, well, uh, whatever. It's it's we're dancing around hypotheticals, but I will like I said, I'll I will say this. this. Okay, go. 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 No, I'm I'm just reiterating if the Nets are out this finals is gonna be not fun to watch <laughs> i don't know i don't know this feels like the year this feels like the year that we're gonna get a a philadelphia and denver like this is this is just what it feels like like i don't know we're gonna get bucks we're gonna you're right we're gonna get bucks jazz like that's the so thing, bad. man. Like I, I would be the most like <laughs> underwhelming, unentertaining. Like outside of Giannis, like that's really the only superstar. And besides Donovan Mitchell, maybe Phoenix. or Gobert. I really think Phoenix is going to go to the finals. I think that would be sick. I'm and rooting Phoenix. for. I'm rooting for them now. They're like the the people who I want to like. I want them, but I also want to see Dallas because I love. I, I I what Luca's doing right now is Luca's time is coming. Luca is so Luca's so good. He's, his he's, time he's, is coming. He's so he's just so good. And he's doing he's doing it with like uh, basically without anyone else. Like he's doing it with, yeah, with the Porzingis. Boy, did Porzingis not work out for the Mavericks? Is that one of the biggest like one sided trades in hindsight in history? 
Like at the time, the Knicks were. I, remember, I mean, the Knicks didn't get anything out of that either. No, I know, but still, but they then considering the state of the Knicks at the time, and they had Porzingis for the amount of time he was on the actual court, to the potential that we saw from him, and then they just traded him away for what seemed like nothing, like you just said, and then it pans out like this. Right. I don't know. I, I think in hi- that's why I said in hindsight. I think in hindsight, this was one of the best trades. The Knicks have ever, one of the best trades the Knicks have ever done, obviously, but I don't know. I don't so how's, know. That? how's that? A basketball topic for a football show? I, I Listen, it's, it's current. I mean, there's really no headlines right now in football. I mean, rookies are signing their 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 rookie deals. That's oh, something. man. That's something. I mean, Woo-hoo. I know the Giants have signed all of their draft picks. Signed, they signed Tony yesterday. I believe De- Devontae Smith is supposed to sign today. Uh, I know Jamar Jamar Chase signed already. Yes. So. Also, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American Betting Experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Uh, you, okay, you slid that ad read in so smoothly. That was like yeah. I thought you were. I thought you were just starting another topic. I I didn't even. You got me. Speaking of which, don't forget to take advantage. <laughs> yeah, you really. You got uh, me. I'm telling you, man. You're getting uh, one sly dog. You're getting it down. You can do it behind the back with your eyes closed. So what? What? What's this game that we play now? Yeah. Okay. We're gonna violently shift gears here. Like we're gonna do a complete 180. So before the show. Uh, I always try to, you know, get the brain juices flowing and try to see, okay. you know, what, 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 how can I make the show fun? How can I, how can I make it entertaining? What can I, what can yeah, I give my, what is, fun. yeah, no, this show sucks. So I can give Mike <laughs> some, uh, some brain, some brain exercises here, right? Uh, no, this show sucks. So, in, in total, in total fairness, this isn't. It's not none of these are really games. Like no one, we don't keep score. Like no one, there's not really games, but they're yeah, just there's no winner. It's just, yeah, they're they're fun exercises, right? Exercises, yeah, yeah. They're they're fun mental exercises. You remember when you were in school and you did exercises? Yeah, no, and they were and and the thing they were always called games. They were never games. They were never games. Yeah, to our uh, to our to our below fourteen audience here, don't let them fool you. They're not games. They're not games. They're. Yeah. <laughs> they're tricks. They're lies. They're lies. Right. So, same thing goes for this. This is not a game. It's just a fun little exercise. So, I <laughs> I didn't create the concept of this game. I've seen it somewhere else. However, I have not seen this name anywhere else. I created. I I believe I created this name. I I, I haven't seen it played anywhere else. So, it, is, it is a great name. It's a so stealth name. We're gonna play NFL <laughs> 2021. 2022 season. I'm crying because I'm soup. The game is called <laughs> Superlatives. Oh my god! Okay? So you with me? Superlatives, right? <laughs> Superlatives is the name. Yep. But we're about I don't know what six at four months away from the season. Four, yeah. five, three, four months away from the from the season. Superlatives. So this game is called Superlatives because it's early. 
but they're superlatives. <laughs> but they're early. So it's funny because it says like super early. So it's like super early. You get it. Whatever. Let's just start. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure the listeners like got the gist probably when I said it immediately. I'm pretty sure so, they've gotten tired of my laugh by now. Yeah. So all right. <laughs> it's gonna be very simple. Uh I'm gonna give it's gonna start out mo- like most of our other uh exercises we're going to start with rookies and then we'll just move into regular players super simple premise most of the prompts are going to start out with most likely to least likely to this that we're going to i have for the listener i i have have no idea what's coming i have zero yeah i text him the framework for the game and then he goes all right i like it or i don't like it and then we go off to the races time i like it yeah i've been i have I That's ever a, a game from you? Uh, I don't think so. I maybe have proposed an idea once and you're like, I think we've done that already. And then I say, oh yeah. And then, you know, whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> Are you ready? ready. <laughs> Are you ready to play super tivs? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. First one. We'll, we'll start. We'll start off easy. Okay. Right. Super tivs. Most likely rookie quarterback to lead their rookie class in passing yards. Who's taking that award? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I think it'll be easily Trevor Lawrence. I, I will say this though. I think that there will be a, 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 a solid second place for Mac Jones. Cause I think Mac okay. Jones, I think Mac Jones starts early for the Patriots. I really do. It, he might not start week one, but Mac Jones will be the starting quarterback uh, for the New England Patriots for the majority of this season. Don't expect him. I think Mac Jones will probably play between, around like 14 or 15 games. Cam Newton will play the first week or two, and then it'll be Mac Jones time. All right. Zach, Wilson, like Zach Wilson will probably be at least somewhat close to, close to there. But I think you and I are in somewhat of an agreement that – Zach Wilson is more than likely going to struggle a little bit in his rookie year, right? Yeah. Like the talent's off the charts, but he's so raw, new head coach. We've you know, seen, like, we, we've, yeah, we've seen this play out before where hyper talented quarterbacks like this, some somewhat raw, go into a a system. yeah, sometimes go into a system. They don't pan out immediately, but they do. I mean, look at Josh Allen, like we, same thing, hyper athletic coming out of college, Right, didn't really get it together until year three, and look where he is now. He's a top five quarterback. So, yeah, see, Zach Wilson to me is very like him and Trey Lance are very Patrick Mahomes ish to me, not as far as you know, like like talent or expectation mm-hmm. or anything like that. But Mahomes sat his first full year, like his first year, he sat the entire year. Yeah, like, I think he played like a, he played maybe a half or something like that of the last game of the season. Or something like that, but he sat like the whole year. Zach Wilson and Trey Lance are those kind of guys where I feel like if they ha- if they were to sit, it would benefit them. Yeah, I agree. So okay, I agree. All right, so Trevor Lawrence, I think is is clear cut. He'll he'll lead the class in in passing yards. All right, superlatives. Let's see. You can't. Yeah, I don't think you can say that every time we do this. I'm not. I just. I, I, I just. I like saying it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's do most likely quarterback to lead the league to lead lead all quarterbacks in rushing yards. Most likely rookie, or most likely just quarterback. Period. 
Quarterback, not rookie. Not rookie. Doesn't have oh. to be a rookie. Oh, Lamar Jackson. That that's easy. Lamar Jackson. I I mean, that dude runs for twelve hundred yards a year. I, I'm I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. Kyler Murray. I think we'll have a we'll have a bunch, but Lamar Jackson. I think is clear cut. He's a running back. I don't know, man. If they get listen, if really? they, you if, really if they, listen to me. If they get Julio, Lamar Jackson going to be run. I think Lamar Jackson's running a lot less. I think if they get Julio, they got Bateman. Tylen Wallace. Tylen Wallace. I think he's going to be. I really do think Lamar Jackson's not going to run as much, nearly as much. They're going to try. Yeah. He'll still. I still. I. I. I do. I think he'll still have a thousand yards on the ground, but I don't think he'll be like. He'll just be running like read options every play, like we've been seeing. I mean, also, also, I think just beating them in rushing yards, though. I don't know. Dude, I think J.K. Dobbins is going to take a huge leap in that backfield now. I think he's going to be incredible oh, no, next I, year. I know that, but as far as quarterbacks, right? Like, yeah, but I'm saying like to take to take the work like because they're the the focal point of that offense was Lamar's rushing ability. So I think that's the one thing. It's not something they want to correct in Baltimore, but the passing game is something they have to elevate, right? Otherwise, they're a one dimensional offense, and you can't Correct. compete or win with a one dimensional offense. So with Dobbins now probably taking into a three down back role. Uh, drafting receivers, possibly signing Julio. Uh, I don't know. These are all ingredients that are kind of taking away from Lamar's rushing. I'm not saying he's not going to do it at all. Obviously, he's the best rushing quarterback in the league, but I just think it'll be a little bit of a watered-down version. I don't know. That's maybe, just my guess. Maybe. It depends on how, you know, those – first of all, it, it depends on how those rookie wide receivers pan out, and it depends on if they make a big splash for somebody like Julio. So, I don't know. Maybe. Okay, I got one. Most likely team to go from worst to first next year. So if you need a refresh, if you need a refresher, I can give you the eight teams. Yeah, who were the eight teams that finished in last last year? Okay, in the AFC we have the Jets, Broncos, Bengals, and Jaguars. Okay. In the NFC we have the Eagles, Niners, Lions, and Falcons. Okay, so for me, it's between two. It's it is more likely going to be. See, I think the most likely is probably the 49ers. That's probably that that's the most likely. But I will say, I think the second most likely is Jacksonville because Houston's going to suck because I have a very hard time believing that Deshaun Watson is going to play at all, let alone play for the Texans. So that's one thing. The second thing is, is I think that uh, the Titans are going to get worse. And, and again, if the Titans get Julio, then maybe it changes my conversation a little bit. But I think the Titans go down. Indianapolis, I think, is going to get better. But Trevor Lawrence, I think, tra- changes everything for Jacksonville. Like, they could legit have an eight or nine win difference from last year to this year. I, I really do believe that. I, I think he changes. He has an Andrew Luck type impact. Okay. The Colts, yeah. the year before they got Andrew Luck, were two and 14. The next year they went 10 and six or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So I think there's no reason for me to believe that the Jaguars would go from one and 50. And it's weird because now they increase the number of games, but they go from one and 15 to nine and eight or something like, like it would not surprise me at all. But San Francisco right now, I think they're the best team in the league that finished last last year. 
Um, I think the Seahawks got worse. Um, and, and they're playing in a really tough division. I love Arizona, and I seem to be the only guy in the world that doesn't love the Rams. But I I don't know. I, San Francisco and Arizona are my favorites in the division next year. It wouldn't surprise me if San Francisco won the NFC West. That's good. That right. answer, San Francisco. All right. So let me flip that on its ear. Most likely to go from, from first best to, to worst. Worst. Okay, so who who won the divisions last year? You got to remind me. I, I don't have them written down or anything. Uh, All right, we got AFC. Bay. AFC is Bills, Chiefs, Steelers, and Titans. NFC is Washington, Seahawks, Packers, and Saints. I think this one's easy. I don't think it is because I think there are a bunch of teams. You kind of you kind of just said it. I feel like you just said it. Green Bay, Seattle. No, I actually don't think it's Seattle. Oh, well, all right then. I, I'm not see like I think Seattle's gonna finish in last, but with Russell Wilson, like they could still be incredibly competitive. Okay, that's right. one thing. But there are legitimately teams that won the division last year. So so last year the division winners were so I'm thinking New Orleans, I'm thinking Washington, even though I think Philadelphia is gonna be putrid. Mm-hmm. Um so it's probably not Washington, but like it's it's New Orleans. It's it's um, what's the other one that you said? Pittsburgh. That's another one that I think could take a huge dip. So I will probably say the Saints. Um, it will be the Packers if Green if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play for them, but probably the Saints. If the Saints don't have, you know, if Jameis Winston doesn't work at quarterback and Taysom Hill doesn't work at quarterback. Then I, I like I, I don't know. I think Carolina got better this year. Tampa Bay is still they're still gonna be great next year. So I think Carolina and Tampa Bay finish, you know, in the fir- in the top two spots. And who knows? Like Atlanta, they were bad last year, but they're gonna score a lot of points. Arthur Smith, offensive coach, they had Kyle Pitts. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Falcons ended up better than the Saints, too. So Mm-hmm. I'll probably say the Saints, even though I think Pittsburgh, I think Tennessee is going to go down. Um, I think Washington is going to go down. I think there's a couple in there that that you could play with. All right. Mm, okay. Most likely to become the best player beyond the first round as a rookie this year. So mm. post first round selections, Go having um, I'll say having having the best rookie season. I won't say like career or anything. Make it easy. Best, oh god, that's tough. So I got to choose between like like two hundred and twenty something guys, <laughs> something sure. like that. Whoever you want, whatever you think. <laughs> um, let's see. I wish I had my draft results in front of me. I'd be able to at least look at it. Um. This is a good one, Matt. I don't know. Um, you want me to get the second round up for you? No, no. I, I'll, I'll hang on. Give me hold, please. Elevator music. Cue the yeah. elevator music. I already did. <laughs> well, I mean, I already, I already looked up. I already have second, second rounds in front of me. Okay, second you know. round. Okay, and it doesn't necessarily have to be second round, but oh, boy, oh boy. I really like Pat Fryermuth, but I don't think I don't think he's gonna have 
I got mine. Great rookie year. Who do you, who's it for you? I'm going with Javante Williams. I knew you were going to say that. You know, I I I I think he's just going to tear it up. I know you. You love eat. him more that than kid's, that kid. That kid's spent. Yeah, yes, that kid's special. Aziz Ojolari, I don't think would be a bad answer here. Yes, hope you're right. I yeah, you I know you do. I know you hope I'm right. Um, let's see. I gotta really. I gotta dive deep here. This is something. Um, cause there's a lot of guys I like. See, like, I, I feel like I can't say Rondale Moore because that's too like common. Like, Rondale, Moore, Rondale Moore is the guy that people who don't know anything about the draft love like that. That's Rondale Moore. He's the guy that's just like, Oh, I remember. wait, this crazy. Like there's a really good chance that Rondale Moore becomes Tavon Austin. Um, I am going to say, for me, outside of the first round, big impact player, Cleveland Browns, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Not a bad choice. I think he goes, he fills in the middle of that defense. Don't, it wouldn't surprise me if he had 100 tackles. He's good. It's good. All right. The playing time. All right. What a draft that Cleveland had, man. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Greg Newsome, JOK, Anthony Schwartz, Richard LeCount, Tony Fields, Tommy Togiai, James Hudson, Demetric Felton. That's eh, a great class. They That's did do a very great good job. Class. Andrew Barry has done a phenomenal job almost in every facet of like just front off running a front office that you could possibly do as a GM. That's off to him. Alrighty. Jabril Cox. There you go. Shut up. I had to throw my cowboy in there. I know you did. All <laughs> right. Most likely to lead the league in rushing. This is, exclu- this is anyone, not no rookies. Most likely to lead the NFL in rushing, rushing. Probably Derek Henry, but <sighs> I'm telling you, losing Arthur Smith is a big deal in Tennessee. That's a big deal. Who will lead the league in rushing? Huh. I'm not going to say Saquon Barkley because he's too hurt all the time. (sighs) I won't say McCaffrey either because he's coming off an injury. I'm not going to say Zeke. I'm not going to say Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt because they split carries. Boy, oh boy. I don't know. Um, I'm going to hear my I would probably say Dalvin Cook. It's literally who I was going to say. You're the worst. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying Dalvin Cook. <laughs> uh, nice. All right, flip it on its ear. Most likely to lead the league in receiving yards. Now remember, we have Aaron Rodgers potentially not playing for Green Bay this year, I so know. that's so I'm, that I'm would that would Adams. that would drastically affect Devontae Adams. Who will lead the league in receiving yards? 
I don't think it'll be Tyree Kill because I think Travis Kelsey is going to have. I, I yeah, I, I don't think he. I don't think he routinely leads the Chiefs in in receiving yards. Yeah, right. I think I think that goes to Kelsey most of the time. I don't think it'll be Michael Thomas. That's a downgrade at quarterback. Right. I don't think it'll be Julio with a new team. This is a toughie. Yeah. This is a toughie because like even guys like Kenny Galladay are playing with Daniel Jones and, you know, either Daniel Jones stinks or he's, you know, splitting, you know, because the Giants have a lot of weapons now. So I have no idea. Uh, so <sighs> Justin Jefferson, I think is, is, I, I, I don't think he's going to be it because I have a three, I have a three way tie for my answer. I have a three way tie. Who are your guys? Um, I'm my leading one is DK Metcalf. I don't think so. My number, my number two would be Diggs, and then I have AJ Brown at number two, at number three. Stefan Diggs is not a bad answer. I think, I think Digg, I, because I, well, first of all, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he won, he led the league last year. I could be wrong, but I, I think he led the league last year. If, almost, Aaron Rodgers, listen, if, if Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers, it'll be Devontae Adams. But I think, yeah, okay. I think DeAndre Hopkins goes down. It was Diggs. It was Diggs. Yeah, it was Diggs last year with fifteen thirty-five. Devontae Adams was sixth with thirteen seventy-four. He eight. Devontae Adams had eighteen touchdowns last year. Yeah. My God. He was ridiculous. Try, try, like, who is... But don't you get the feeling that it's going to be somebody really unorthodox? Like, it's going to be somebody that like you D- just wouldn't like, expect. Yeah, like Terry McLaurin or someone like that. Right, right. It could be somebody like Terry McLaurin or, you know, DJ Moore or somebody. Can you, can you name, do you think you can name the top five from last year? No order. You don't have In no order. Yards. In receiving yards. Yes. Adam. No, Adam. Not, in the top, not in the top five. He was sixth. Adams was six. Yeah. He caught 18 touchdowns and he was six. He was tied. I'm sorry. He was tied for fifth. Wow. He had exactly the same amount of receiving yards as the person who, who was fifth. That's spooky. But yes. Okay. So technically he was tied for fifth. All right. So I'm all right. So I'm I gave you one. So Justin Jefferson is in there. Justin Jefferson is one. I gave Diggs was already the other one. So you got two. Who are the right, other so three? Diggs, Jefferson, <sighs> Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley was the is the person who's tied with Devontae Adams. They both had 1,374 yards. Okay, so I got Calvin Ridley, Diggs, Justin and Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. So you need two more. Oh, uh, DJ Moore. No. I, that was a shot in the dark. <laughs> DJ Moore had just under 1,200. He's actually like way down. He's probably he's like around ninth. It's not DK, is it? No. DK was is in sole possession of sixth, right under Adams, 1303 with 10 touchdowns. Damn. DeAndre Hopkins. That's one. Yep. 1407 with six touchdowns. Yeah, one left. Is it a wide receiver? That's I can't say that's I can't do that. I'll see. You know, why? Why do you do that? Like, why do you have to do that? I was going to say, I was like, if it's just wide receivers, then that's tough. But I was just like, okay, if it's it's not a wide receiver, then it's Kelsey. That's actually funny. I'm going to, all right, we'll go with league leaders. (laughs) We'll go with league leaders to finish the show because I'm out of super early attempts. Okay. Okay. 
Give me the top five in rushing from last year. Again, no order, just top five. Derek. Oh my God. Again, again, again. There's a tie for fifth with the exact same amount of run. How is that possible? Whatever. I know. There's I don't a tie. Know. So, Derek yes, Henry. Derek Henry was the league leader, 2027, 17 touchdowns on 378 attempts. My God, that's almost 80. That That's almost six. That's over 60 more than the guy in second. God, he runs the ball a lot. Kenyon Drake. No. Damn. Didn't even have a thousand yards. What really? Yep. Nine fifty five. Didn't even have a thousand? Nope. Nine fifty five. But he, he did have ten touchdowns. What about remember this is rushing. Just rushing. Not screaming, yeah, yeah, just rushing. Yep. I know. I know. I got you. I got so you. You got you got Henry for one. I have Henry. I'm assuming since you said that, it's probably not Kamara. No, Kamara had also under a thousand at nine thirty-two. Yeah, I figured uh, he he had sixteen touchdowns. My gosh! Hang on, you're gonna have to let me think about this for a second. Uh, it's it's kind of an unpredictable top five. Okay. Uh, like there's probably two names in here that are a little surprising. Maybe not though for you. I don't know. James Robinson. Yep, he's fifth, tied with someone else for fifth though. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I know the exact, the exact same number. I, it's, I know it's very weird. Jeez, uh, I can't catch a break. Um, uh, no, it couldn't be Lamar Jackson. No, he was eighth. Wow. Okay. 1,005 Damn. yards. Nick Chubb. No. Duh! No, he's sick. Come on, man. Yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, and remember, Barkley and McCaffrey didn't play last Barclay year. Barkley and McCaffrey didn't play last year. It's definitely not Zeke. Uh, didn't even have 1,000 yards. <laughs> Antonio Gibson. Not even in like oh the top. My God. Not, not, not even in, not, Aaron not Jones. even. Aaron Jones is one. David Montgomery. David Montgomery was the one tied with Robinson. Okay. So two, I have, I have David Montgomery. I have James Robinson. I have Aaron Jones and I have Derrick Henry. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm shocked. You haven't said one, one of them already. One of the remaining two. You are. Yeah. <laughs> is it like really obvious? Kind of. Yeah. I think so. Dalvin cook. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there, yeah, there we were just talking, just talking about him. All right. So there's there's one left. We can get it in right before we gotta go. One left. Come on, brain. Think. 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 Oof. This is tough, man. I know. I know. I, I told you. It's, it's Joe a, it's, it's, Mixon. No. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. No, not even on like the top. No, 20. he got hurt. He, he, was hurt. hurt. he was hurt for a, a while last yeah. year also. Yeah, I forgot. I'm I sorry. think all of last year, actually. Josh Jacobs. No. Josh Jacobs had two yards less than Chubb. But see, Eckler got hurt too, right? So it can't be Eckler. That's right. It It is Eckler? No, but I'm saying that's right because Eckler. Oh, 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 okay. Oh my gosh. 
gosh, why am I struggling so hard with this? Why are you? Don't look anything up. Don't don't. Miles Sanders. No. Sanders had less. Sanders. Who did this be? I've I've guessed every running back in the league. Sanders had less than Sanders had less than Kamara. Chris Carson. No. Cam Akers. No. I. Ronald Jones. No. <laughs> Just tell me. I don't know. <laughs> if I, you want me to give you the conference? You want me to give you the conference he played in? Yes. AFC. We're running out of time so quickly. Yeah. AFC. He's an AFC guy. Yes. Why am I not getting this right? Bro, are you, are you kidding me? Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is the answer. It, really? Yeah. And that's why I'm saying you love Jonathan Taylor. You were high on him coming out of college. But he splits carries. I was like, wait a minute. That can't be right. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. GGB, turn <laughs> to Friday. We'll see you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.